0: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
1: As you practice each skill,
2: the muscle memory starts to develop.
0: Learn more at meta.com slash impact. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or,
3: shoot that, shoot
0: that! And
3: even... Checkout's not until 4, so...
0: Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
3: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW Group, void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.
2: I'm John Seifer, and I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Nyka.
1: And I'm Skip Bronson.
4: And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies?
1: You get Our Way, a brand new show from iHeart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! and welcome. It's our number
5: two, hour two of our little radio program that could. Around the mountain we go, around the mountain we come. All right, so what do you make of the Lions' ownership giving a vote of confidence to Dan Campbell, the coach, and Brad Holmes, the GM? And why does Detroit continue to stink and blow? They are off to the 1-5 start. How much rope does Dan Campbell have as coach in the Motor City? We'll talk about all of that and more. Here it is, our number two. Honolulu Blue, how do you do? Not good. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Mather Show as we are in the air everywhere, face-to-face. Face. As we know, it's better to bend than break. Coast-to-coast, border-to-border and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From the whale. How to eat a whale? One bite at a time. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And here we go again, and we go back to the well one more time with football, our lead coming from the Motor City. And some things are just reliable. There's not a lot of things that are reliable in your life, in my life, You've got death, taxes, and the Detroit Lions bringing up the rear in whatever division they happen to be in. NFC Central for years now. But Detroit is off to another wicked bad start. A wicked bad start here in 2022, which has started the drumbeat for change in in Michigan. The last couple weeks have been rock bottom for the Detroit football team. The Lions owner, Sheila Ford Hamp, she made some surprising comments, surprising to many. Normally you don't see the owner come out and speak mid-season, but she did. And the owner of the Lions saying that she has not lost faith in Dan Campbell and the GM Brad Holmes. What up, Holmes? Despite the team being 1-5 in five to begin the year. Now, if you didn't hear this, just to prove I'm not lying, the Detroit football team owner issuing a vote of confidence to her beleaguered head coach and GM combo. She pulled the media aside to give her public support. As Warner Wolf would say, let's go to the audio tape. And she started out her rant by saying the Lions have to stay disciplined. They have to. Let's go to the audio tape.
6: You all well know our team is very young. And that's not an excuse. That's a fact. And, you know, young players are going to make mistakes. So we've had some key mistakes that have cost us games. Hopefully we're not going to repeat those. Hopefully we learn. But it is, it is a process. And, you know. That's what it is. It's hard, and it's really hard to stay disciplined. You know, I mean, no one hates losing more than I do, than my family does.
5: I don't think that's true. I'm sure there's a lot of people that hate losing more. Because if you actually hated losing that much, you probably would have your family would have sold the team years ago. So I don't think that's the reality of the situation. And the excuse, it's a young team. Oh, that's not. Anytime you say it's not an excuse after you've made a statement, it's an excuse. Does anyone disagree with that? No one's hands raised. Okay, so. Here's more from the Lions owner, and uh, she says that Detroit had to take a couple of steps back before they went forward.
6: This, I would say, was like a a (laughs) teardown and then a rebuild. I mean, we really had to take take it down to the ground level. And it's been not only on the football side but across the organization. We've put in a lot of new talent at the top. I really believe in the top leadership in this organization, and I think we've got the people – to do it, to to carry this out, I think that's what's different.
5: Yes, they have the people. Well, they definitely have people. I don't know if they're the right people, but here's more. And again, the owner of the Lions here giving the vote of confidence here, and she is she's not agnostic when it comes to the future of the Detroit
6: Lions as i say we've got a long way to go in this season um i I wanted to talk to you guys because i know i mean really talking to you talking to the fans and you know everyone's frustrated you know i'm frustrated but again i I really believe in what we've got and what we're going to be it just takes time
5: hey i uh, i'm getting all f's right now but you just wait i'm going to become an a student i am going to be an a b student that's what's going to happen all right last one here's the money quote the owner of the Lions here at a random moment in the middle of the week, pulling aside the media there to give a vote of confidence to Dan Campbell and to the GM, Brad Holmes. And she says, hey, these are the right people. Here's the audio to prove it.
6: What I really have confidence in is the process we went through in the first place when we hired Brad and Dan. It was extremely thorough, you know, and we really believe we've come up with the right people. So, you know, I can't comment on other teams' rosters or what they had in the first place. All I know is what we had and where we're going. Oh,
5: a lot of background noise. They did not turn the, the sound down for the owner. All right, so let us discuss the question. All right. What do you make? You just heard it. We played the, the money sound bites there. What do you make of the Lion ownership giving a vote of confidence to Dan Campbell? So my observations: you've got Hasbro, Dingy, and Simpatico. And we will combine all of these random things together. We're going to make some Detroit-style pizza is what we're going to make. So, number one, number one. Uh, these comments from ownership, at at first glance or first listen, they sound reassuring. It's the old Sam Hinky thing from Philadelphia years ago, this con artist with the Sixers. Trust the process! Trust the process. Now, in theory... It makes sense. Detroit did its due diligence. They hired the top people. Now they want to be loyal to them, allegedly. If only that was how these things play out. Uh, It's not my first barbecue here. I've been around the block a few times. And so inevitably, when the vote of confidence is issued, it is akin to a kiss of death, a wet, sloppy kiss of death. Ownership says, oh, I'm going to stand by my people. But they get tired of waiting for that magic potion to pop up, and so they end up playing a board game. Hasbros, Shoots and ladders, right? You spin the spinner, and you move the pawn up the ladder and down the chutes, and in this case, the trash shoot in the Motor City. Now, page two. Why does Detroit continue to blow? They had a really good offense to begin the year. First couple weeks, they looked great. Defense was terrible. But the Lions are the personification of bad to the bone. And they've created their own think tank in Michigan. They've come up with new and creative ways to suck. And last week, for example, against the Cowboys, they had five turnovers, did not get in the end zone, but yet it was a one-score game. They held Dallas' offense to 10 points, going into the final three minutes. So for 57 minutes, that much-maligned Detroit defense had done its job. It was anyone's game. And then uh, they gave up a couple of late scores to uh, to allow the Cowboys to cover the spread. Not that I'm bitter because I might have taken the Lions in that game. Now, the game prior to that, they had a bye, but the game prior against the Patriots, Dan Campbell decided, I don't have a good kicker, so I'm going to just go for it on fourth down as often as I can. So he went for it six times on fourth down, and somehow managed to go 0-6 on fourth down, did not score a touchdown. And so the last two games, the Lions have been outscored 53-6 to 6 the last two games. They've also given up 48 points this season to Geno Smith at a, in a home game in Michigan, fumbled away a 10-point lead midway through the fourth quarter to the Vikings. Remember, bad teams lose close games. Last couple of weeks, the Lions have been blown out, but they've also lost a couple of close games. This team continues to float on a dinghy with a broken motor in in the Michigan Triangle. Right There's a lot of paranormal activity. That guy Hayes that calls the show from Minnesota would like that Michigan Triangle area. There's a lot of weird stuff that happens. Then you have the quagmire with Jared Goff, who has morphed back to the Jared Goff we knew and loved back in his pre-Sean McVeigh days with the old L.A. Rams. Goff has had two good games this season, and not one, not two, not three, but four clunkers. In fact, the last four games, Jared Goff has five touchdowns, five interceptions, and a passer rating of 85.8. That includes a four-touchdown, 378-yard game against Seattle that the Lions lost. So Goff, who was looking like maybe he can stick around now, he's back to being roster spam. And until Detroit ends up getting their next quarterback, he'll be hanging around the next prodigy in the 2023 NFL Draft. Final point. So now that the vote of confidence has been issued, how much rope does Dan Campbell have? Now, we like Dan Campbell. He's a good soundbite. Not a good coach, but he's a good soundbite. Uh, The stat that many have brought up, that Jim Caldwell, when he was in his second season as coach of the Lions, at the same point, roughly the same point, they play an extra game now. But at, at the second, uh, you know, week six slash week seven, Caldwell was twelve and ten. Campbell, at a similar point, is four, 18 and one, so a one ninety six winning percentage. That's a reference point that many are comparing because when the Lions got rid of Caldwell, they famously said that nine wins was not enough. So now they've said, how about five wins? How about, you know, six wins? How about three wins? Is that Anyway, the the reason that we believe Campbell's got a little more rope here to hang himself, he's got the gift for gab. He started out by talking up the idea the Lions would, would eat people's kneecaps and all that, but it's the simpatico delivery that buys you a little bit more time, just a wee bit more time. And Campbell's overly enthusiastic. He's gung-ho. He's vibrant. He's a people person, all that crap. And so if you're charismatic and you're perceived to be charming, they give you a little more time. The debonair approach is the ace up the sleeve. But eventually, you fly through enough turbulence, and you know what ends up happening. There, there also has been no mutiny in the locker room. The team hasn't turned on him. Ultimately, you got to show a pulse. Or they take you off life support. Another thing in favor of Dan Campbell is while the Lions are bad, they're not boring. You can be bad as long as you're interesting. You can't be bad and boring. And the Lions are not boring. They're bad, but not boring. They'd like to be good and then boring, right? Good and boring's okay. But if you're bad and boring, that's the that's the kiss of, kiss of death. That's not the case. All right. The big question is: will Campbell be able? to sweet-talk his way, to continue to have the job and help select the groceries when the Lions go back to the store for their forever franchise quarterback, yet again, in the 2023 draft. Stay tuned, dot, 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 inquiring minds would like to know. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you want to be part of this, you can join us here at 877-99 on Fox. That's 877 877- Nine nine six six three six nine. Also on Twitter at Ben Maller, and you can join the fray. That's at Ben Maller. Be part of the fun. Right. We'll take your calls, also your amazing witty comments on social media, on Twitter. And one NFL player in particular is now being called out for being a dirty dog, a dirty dirty dog. But which NFL player is it, and what did they do? We'll get to that. And we will do it next. Be sure to catch
7: live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.
1: Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list.
7: There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
9: One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career.
6: It was twenty years ago
4: today. We had a big bear of a man was called Mal Evans, who's on the and uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, "Will you pass the salt and pepper?" And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, "What salt and pepper?"
9: This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Me. when I met you my account was blown I set out to find you with an old phone I was high as a kite the weed was something very strong riding on my
7: John Deere To
8: this ball. If love it takes the entire village to raise up the Mallor Militia. We need support from comrades like you to get the most out of the Ben Mallor Show. Have your voice be heard by the night-loving masses. It takes hardly any time to follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Mallor. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones, but he is more than just the call screener. He's the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop the Loop, Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco fan. Those would be the Broncos these days. And now live from the Tire Rack.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And we begin.
5: Hour two here ranting about the vote of confidence issued to Dan Campbell, the very verbose coach of the Lions. Arik in Minnesota writes in, says, very good monologue. The Lions are such a dumpster fire. I almost feel sorry for Detroit Lions fans. Almost. I can only give you a D grade, though. The Lions haven't been in the NFC Central uh, for two decades. Well, you know what I mean. Nitpicking, bad job of you. Just Josh writes in, says, I really thought the Lions were going to take the next step this year, graduating from ankle biters to biting off kneecaps. Instead, they have uh, regressed. Uh, they have now gone from uh, ankle biting to sucking toes. The uh, more things change, the more they stay the same. Huh? The next big holiday after Halloween, which is coming up in a few days, is Thanksgiving the day that we see the Lions, the Lions and Cowboys every Thanksgiving. Guaranteed. Eric writes in from Boston. He says, a monologue, a monologue, plastered Paul's second team. The rating spike when he calls in the Lions' offense was fool's gold. They're back to being one of the worst franchises in sports. So... Say he. All right. And uh, let's see here. Can't read that on the air. We'll take some calls at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Let's say hello to Blind Emmett, the Seahawk fan. Hello, Blind Emmett. Welcome.
10: Hello, Big Ben. I just want to apologize to Russell Wilson's teammates uh, because of his behavior on that flight. You know, I feel really bad for them. I'm not even a Broncos fan. I'm not even Russell Wilson.
5: Well, there's no need to apologize. No, no, no. You should enjoy this. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because, okay, look,
10: you know, Mr. Mister Unlimited, Unlimited. He's doing all this stuff, and he's limited, Ben. He didn't play the game because he was injured. A hamstring injury, a shoulder injury, but, you know, hey, it happens. But I just think it's funny how he tries to do high knees on a moving airplane. And, you know, being a runner, I, I was doing high knees, and, you know, All that stuff during my cross-country track warm-ups, and that was hard enough. I couldn't imagine being on a moving aircraft and trying to do uh, the high knees. And another thing, too, is when his shoes hit the ground, there's no way that was quiet. So that's why you got to feel bad for the teammates. Like, that's some in 10 years, you know, on the podcast type stuff story right there.
5: Well, it will definitely be told. Uh, I'm sure there's video. Maybe it will get out. Maybe it will not get out. I would imagine somebody in the back of the plane had their camera going while Russ was walking back and forth there taking yep. photos. It's possible he took his, his shoes off. Maybe he was polite. He took his shoes off as he was high-stepping 35,000 feet, sailing above the Atlantic Ocean there doing his doing his thing. So, Yeah,
10: how about the, the thing, though, too, is this has just gone completely backwards for the Broncos. I mean, say what you want to say about the trade at the time, but nobody expected Geno Smith to look as good as he did and Russ to look as bad as he did. I mean, it's definitely not, well, it's not over good yet, though.
5: No, it's a small sample size, Blind Emmett. Blind you know that. Small sample size. There's plenty of time left for Geno to do a face plant.
9: Seattle, oh, We got to do I-, I
5: wouldn't be shocked if it happened this week. I'm kind of nervous
10: about the Giants. I mean, 6 and 1. I know they're not like. The most intimidating six and one team but you know how the Seahawks are Ben they lose the stupidest games
5: Well, oh, that would be not that would not be a stupid <laughs> loss but if you look at the advanced numbers the Giants have uh, I don't know lucky is the right word here but they've they've won a few games that have, uh, could have gone either way and it's gone their way yeah so how about the Broncos trying to
10: trade away players though I don't know if you saw those rumors a couple days ago after uh, the loss to the Jets uh, Jerry Judy I believe was on the block uh there's rumors about him going. I'm like, wow, they're, well, they're yeah, already they giving suck, up on so players. That's
5: what I, when you suck, it's <laughs> like we can suck with someone else or we can suck with you, and, and then they can sell draft picks. People love draft picks. It, they get all horny over draft picks. They get so excited about draft would you, picks.
10: Would you trade a fourth for Kareem Hunt right now to secure your running game for the rest of the year if you're the Broncos? Uh,
5: no, I, I would not. I would not. But, but here's the thing. I, I, would, I don't mind trading draft picks. I don't know. Kareem Hunt, though, is... I don't know how much he's got left. He's a bit a part-time guy in you know Cleveland. Uh, yeah. All right. I, I gotta go. Thank you, blind, blind Emmett, the Seahawks fan. That's some hard-o'-football talk right there. That's a couple guys you know, I'm a great ball. football
6: player. You know, I know I've been great. I know I will be great. I know I'll continue to be great.
5: Right, let's go now to the belly of the beast, or the belly of the lion, the Dungeon of Doom, Detroit, where the Lions hang out. We'll say hello to Clayton, who's listening. We smoked him out talking Lions football. Hello, Clayton. You're on Fox Sports Radio.
7: Hey, good morning, Ben. Uh, East Coast time. Uh, yes, it's your resident Lions fan here speaking. Okay, Ben, bear with me. I don't try to connect why the Lions are bad with Lizzo coming to town on October twelfth.
5: I-, I like that. I like where you're going with this. This has a lot of a, a, lot, a high high percentage chance of being good. High okay,
7: chance. Lizzo has uh, what to? Uh, she had a concert. It was her home coming back to Detroit, because you know she's from Detroit. And um, so LCA, a Little Caesar's the Arena, the crappy piece arena, is right across the street from. Uh, Warfield. So, my theory is Lizzo visiting there, her smell of her farts <laughs> poison lion players, so they can't focus on the field anymore because since she had came to town, they had yet to score another touchdown. And I'm going to make this real quick, Ben. Uh, the Vikings have not been good since Lizzo name dropped them in her song of, uh, what is it, True Hurts in 2019. So, it's just food for thought. And, uh, thank you for taking my call.
5: All right, that's a good call by you, Clayton. So Clayton's theory, tweet that out, Coop, that uh, Lizzo, some airborne toxic event happened when Lizzo uh, was there and uh, an absolute airbender. Uh, Harmonic distortion caused the air around the lion facility to, it was like a hazardous, hazardous waste area. And because of that, the lions have not been able to recover. And so what they need to do is bring in, I think Clayton, he's gone now. But I think you'd agree, Clayton, they need to bring in some industrial-sized fans so they can blow out that that smell there from, uh, from when Lizzo cut the cheese and they, they make that all better. Let's go to Hollering James in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Hello, Hollering James. Oh, I can hear myself on the radio. This is, he's actually listening to the show, James. I'm upset with the people giving him all those pills because, uh, not that that's you know, not good for him, but it's bad for our show because he's not been snoring as much.
8: Do you like hearing your own voice, Ben? No. Do you? I don't care. Really? Yeah.
5: I hate because I hear my voice and I, I do air checks every once in a while. So I'm like, oh, boy, I could have done that much better. I really screwed that up. In my delivery. And it, it, even worse is I've done a few two TV things over the years, and that's really bad. Because then I not only hear, I sound bad, but then I look bad.
11: Yes. So
5: that's like the hey, double. Hey. Oh, hey, James. Hey, James. Holler at James. Oh, where'd he go? <laughs> did he hang? Hi- <laughs> he hell? got so excited. I think he hung up, Eddie. He got so excited. Perfect. He actually got on the air, Eddie. He- Perfect. <laughs> yep. He, he did. hung up. He did. <laughs> Pen, Click. Right in the septic tank, right, right there. He woke up. He's, oh, my God, I'm on the radio band. And it click. Yeah, right there. Be sure to catch live editions
7: of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
6: no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details
1: good song the johnny carson theme right hey who wrote that skip who do
4: you think it's your buddy hi everyone i'm paul anka
1: and i'm skip bronson
7: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts,
9: one of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was
4: twenty years ago today. We had a big bear of a man, who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, "Will you pass the salt and pepper?" And I misheard him. I said, "What, Sergeant and pepper?"
9: This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs: "Yesterday," "Band on the Run," "Hey Jude," and McCartney's favorite song in his entire catalog: "Here, There, and Everywhere." Listen to Season 2 of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible.
8: Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of
6: questions I have about Jesse Ventura.
2: It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: I know uh, there's a malware monologue about this, and you were talking about Dan Campbell and job security and whatnot in Detroit. Uh, well, Yankees owner Hal Steinbrenner told the Associated Press on Wednesday that he expects Aaron Boone to return as manager. He says that he thinks that Boone is, quote, a very good manager, end quote. Steinbrenner has uh, not uh, changed his thinking from a year ago when, of course, the Yankees gave Boone a three-year extension. Yeah, so the story was right. The story we, we
5: talked about. That's old news from from Steinbrenner. We talked about it yesterday, but the Yankees' status quo, the Dodgers and Yankees are running the same operation. The same operation, East Coast, West Coast, do the same thing. And I would imagine the Yankees will go out and spend some money in free agency just like the Dodgers to get that bad taste from losing in the playoffs out of their mouth. All right, it is the Ben Mather Show as we press on. And this portion of the radio program made possible by the Breeders' Cup. The Breeders' Cup World Championships are coming to iconic Keeneland November 4th and 5th. That's here before you know it. Don't miss the world's best thoroughbreds race for their share of $31 million in purses and awards. Visit breederscup.com to watch all the action live on November 4th and 5th. Check that out. So the dirty dog among NFL players, that would be a guy who's going to return as the starting quarterback of the Patriots report out of Boston says that Mac Jones is back, keeping up with the Joneses that he's going to start against the Jets this weekend, unconfirmed, of course, by the Patriots. But Jones is now being called out. We mentioned this the other night, but in the game, the Bears got blown off the field by – or the Patriots got blown off the field by the Bears, rather. Uh, There was a a slide, and it was a dirty dog slide by Mac Jones – as he slid down there, the clip has gone viral. It went viral that night. It's, it's had life. It's had legs the last couple days there against the Bears. And uh, the, uh, the quarterback of the Patriots slides down, and he uh, appears to uh, kick uh, Jaquan Brisker uh, right in the Twig and Berries, uh, right there in the family jewels. And there's uh, another clip where you can see Mac Jones kick his leg out at Brisker. That was during a different play. So there's not one but two plays where Mac Jones is being called out. And there's also, they went back and looked at some of the other uh, highlights. Uh, Jones also kicked a different player in the crotch in a game against the Carolina Panthers. That's on his resume as well there. So, Uh, he's, he enjoys, maybe he did martial arts or something like that. He did karate or some kind of jujitsu. I don't know, but he, he does enjoy to kick people in the balls. I do get a kick out of the fact that these stories become a big deal considering where the NFL was back in my day when I was a kid and uh, the, the things that are now considered, oh, I can't believe that guy's so dirty. So dirty. And back in the old days, they would, like, poke people's eyes out and uh, try to rip their fingers off their hands and things like that. Uh, But now Grayson Allen, uh, not Grayson Allen, Mac Jones. He's being compared to Grayson Allen, the NBA guy, the former Duker. Uh, But Mac Jones kicking people in the nut I think it's overwhelming evidence that he has been kicking people in the uh, cojones. All right, let's go back to the phones. And uh, did James call back? Is Is he back there hollering James? Is he? Uh, let, no. let, me, let me try. It. All right. Let's see if James. Yeah, James usually, when he wakes up, he'll call right back and then he'll fall asleep again. So I'm going to try to get him on the air before he falls asleep because I want to hear some hot Viking talk or some twins talk or Timberwolves talk. All right. Uh, hollering James. What's going on, James?
11: Hey, how are you doing, Ben? What's up? I started, <laughs> dropped the phone, fell asleep, didn't know what was going on. I know. Oh. You
5: woke up. We were, you were like, hey, you said my name, and then bam, you, you hung up on us. I
11: faded away like Michael Jordan. Oh no!
5: <laughs> yes, I can.
11: When I think of Michael think Jordan, I
5: think of hollering. Eyes. I think of hollering James and <laughs> Michael Jordan.
11: <laughs> hey Ben, on the reality note, they really want to throw me out of here. I got to be careful now.
5: All right, well, you don't scream. Just uh, m- mind your P's and Q's. Be okay,
11: all right? You be be adorable, sweet, hollering James. Hey, but they don't love you as much as some other people do. I can't let you know names that might be disregarded or thrown to the side. I, yeah, got, I, got, you know I got gotta name. tell you something, man. You know name, I gotta right? hang in there for the long haul. I don't wanna be like Weed Man Hippie. I don't wanna be like Slumpin' Bob or whatever his name is. I don't want to be. I'm just putting on the back porch like an empty milk bottle. I'm really badly no. for for civilization of home value life.
5: Yeah, and I no, don't we'll even do, have listen, the just, money for you,
11: home value.
5: I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about, but James, just uh, listen. Don't be an a-hole uh, when they tell you not to do something. Don't do it, and hey, just right,
11: don't I take really a shower every once in a while. Radar. Don't smell. Run the real Don't have bad breath. You know?
5: What? Listen
11: to the Philadelphia. Uh, Eagles, and that's the only loss they had all season. Look at the way Kirk Cousins is playing now when he's playing with that new head coach, a new regime, a new format, and a new authenticity of throwing the football and running when he has to run. This guy's really into it, man. The Vikings are really fired up.
5: Well, I just took your temperature, James. You have Viking fever. Congratulations. You have Viking hey, man. fever.
11: When You know, and I want to thank you for all the golden tickets that have been donated, all the ones that have been given to me. I know Tammy gave me the one back, but I love her as much as I can, and I know I said her name, but don't ban me from your radio station, man. I'm in love with you overnight sports talk oh, radio. You and other radio stations will not let me on the air because <laughs> I'm your number one fan, man. <laughs> we're
5: the only show that'll let you on nobody else will allow you on James you've been banned from all the other shows right
11: well I don't know about banned, but I'm I think they've taken up a, a, a petition to yeah, stop they, hollering, yeah. James well they put a screamy over the they put a moat around
5: and, the the radio station and they've got they've got gators in there and they don't want you to come in there because they put a moat down there but it, but what happens when you call up, James, and you say, hey, I want to talk some Vikings? Like, what, what do they say to you?
11: They say, well, you know, James, that seems to be the topic of your conversation all the time. What do you yeah. think this is? Vikings hotline?
5: Yeah, yeah. Well, have you thought about maybe changing your material? Have you thought maybe that would work, that you could change it? Then, then you would become a cornerstone caller again.
11: But the Wild isn't very good. The Wild shreds our hearts out. But the wild don't seem to have what the North Stars used to have when they played Bobby Smith or Bobby Orr or whoever the heck they played, Bobby, Mike Bossy, and and the the Islanders. And and they really make a run for the serious I'm told when
5: we mention the North Stars, we have to move on. That's what I'm told. Dino Cicerelli would like a line with you. He would like to have a word with you. He's on line four, so (laughs) there is that. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show as we continue on. Time now for the Insta trivia, and here it is. Among all quarterbacks who have started every game for their team this season, blank leads the NFL with an average of seven and a half average completed air yards this season. All right, again, among all the quarterbacks who have started every game for their respective teams, Blank leads the NFL with an average of 7.5 completed air yards per pass this season. That is the Insta Trivia, the answer, and Mallard of the third degree. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at
7: foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
8: The Ben Maller Show has been unscientifically proven to reduce stress and treat insomnia on the third shift. Maller Militia missionaries like yourself can help expand the Ben Maller Show via word of mouth. Tag along with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Only you can help us enlarge the Maller Militia. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. So here's the Insta trivia among
5: quarterbacks that have started every game a blank leads the nfl with 7.5 average completed air yards per pass this season that is the question what is the answer robin vegas going with the heartbreak kid sean michaels as his selection blazers legend sam Bowie from shane in des moines cowboy killer going with Captain Planet is his answer. Bengal fan Brian checks in with Jenny McCarthy. Uh, nice hair there. Al Bundy from Courtesy Flusher. Page down, page down. Brad in Montana says it has to be hollering James. Jimmy G, guessed by Ferg Dog. Taysom Hill from the Late Night Drug Tester. Matty Ice from uh, Sean in the... Valley of the Sun. Davis Mills from Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. Justin Fields, guest by Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan. Uh, Who else do we have? Page down, page down. Uh, Russell Wilson from Justin in Cincinnati. Ben Better, guest by Alf the Alien O'Piner. Jack Torrance from Milkman Mike in Colorado. Just Josh in Cincinnati going with Holler and James. Uh, Air Jordan. As, as the answer, Robin Gibb from uh, Rob in Minnesota. Geno Smith from Wally in Florida. Benito, the Cowboy fan, going with Hollering James, is a trip bro. Oh, we like we love James. No one else will put him on the air. If we stop taking his calls, he will have no one to talk to. Ozzie Waz says the answer is Snoop Dogg's blunt roller. I saw that. Snoop Dogg has someone on his payroll whose job is to roll blunts. They get paid a salary... To just roll blunts. That, what a gig. What a world. Trucker Joe's going with Gilbert Brown. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Please. Uh, yeah, let's go with uh Buffalo Bills backup quarterback, Case Keenum. Case Keenum, is that correct? No, unfortunately not. The correct answer is Marcus Mariota of the Atlanta Falcons. Mariota averaging 7.5 completed air yards. Second is Justin Fields at 7.3 completed air yards. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree.
7: This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
5: And we bring in the Coupe loop After losing to the Raptors on Monday, Heat point guard Kyle Lowry expressed
3: his frustration with the team's uh, offense, suggesting that he needs the ball in his hands more. Uh, we've also heard rumors of a Lowry Russell Westbrook swap. Ben, what are the chances
5: that uh, Lowry doesn't finish doesn't finish the season with the Heat? Well, Kyle Lowry is a diminishing asset. Who could have predicted that an aging player would not be happy as his game goes down and he's, he's unhappy with the team? But those are the ingredients that typically lead to a transaction. If the dysfunction continues, then he will absolutely be tossed on the auctioning block. The problem is this. Uh, the, the second part of this, the fly in the ointment, if you will. Kyle Lowry is 36 years old. He's got a $28 million salary this season. Twenty nine million at age thirty seven next year, and I mean, there's only so many dumb teams, right? So uh, unless Skinny Jeans is going to take him out with the Lakers, I don't, I don't see who else is clamoring to get their hands on Kyle Lowry, who is starting to show sh- signs that he can't play anymore. Next, we're through seven weeks of the NFL season, and the Bengals are above five hundred for the first time. Ben, do you think the uh, this last game for Joe Burrow and the Bengals was a turning point of sorts? I do not. He was the player of the week and all that, but it was a continuation of his recent play. Joe Burrow got off to a slow start the the first couple games, but he has been a supernova over the last five weeks. Joe Burrow's got 12 touchdowns, one interception. He's averaging 8.6 yards per pass. Has been wonderful. He's primetime Burrow. Now, Cincinnati, they've won four of their past five games. They have things cooking. They've got the brownies, the soft brownies up next, which seems like an easy win. Which should give them heartburn because anytime it looks that easy, it probably turns into a backfire situation. But the, the Bengals stock is definitely going up. But do I think the last game was a turning point? No, because Burrow's been playing well for the last month or so in Cincinnati. Next! It's being reported that Liv Golf is looking to produce a documentary in order to generate interest in the league. Ben, would this be popular at all? So I'm a documentary guy, as you know, Coop. A well-made documentary has the power to change people's minds and all that. It creates dialogue and buzz and, and powerful tools in storytelling. The question is, who's going to make it? Number one, they, they can afford the top documentary filmmakers, and is it going to be a legitimate documentary or an infomercial? And that's the big question. They have—they don't really need people to like it because they have endless money. How do we do, Coop? You pass this edition. Huh? That's a win.
3: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and jewish space lasers but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real listen to mission implausible on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts hi everyone i'm paul anka
1: and i'm skip bronson
4: and what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies
1: you get our way a brand new show from iHeart heart podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun this is our podcast and we're gonna do it our way listen to our way on the iheart radio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts